Born on America's darkest day of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been helping America's heroes ever since. When a first responder or military service member doesn't come home and young children are left behind, Tunnel to Towers pays the mortgage on the family home to lift the financial burden. For severely injured veterans and first responders, Tunnel to Towers builds mortgage-free smart homes, enabling severely injured heroes to move around their homes more independently. Through the Foundation's Homeless Veteran Program, Tunnel to Towers is providing housing and services to homeless veterans. More than 3,300 were helped last year alone. Because all veterans who honorably served, whether in peacetime or war, deserve our nation's gratitude. People who put their lives on the line for our country and our communities need your help now more than ever. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good and never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices of this country's heroes. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. Claim comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Buck Sexton Show podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everybody, welcome to the Buck Brief. Special guest on this episode, our friend Porter Stansbury is here. He is the founder, chairman, and CEO of MarketWise, which is the biggest independent publisher of financial research anywhere out there. Also very pleased to tell you that I am doing a, a launching a newsletter with MarketWise in 2024. So uh, a partner as well as an advisor <coughs> on all these things. Porter, great to see you. Hey, Buck. It's always great to see you. I uh, just want to congratulate you on an incredible career. Thank you. When did I, I, I think I saw you uh, emceeing out a conference maybe a decade ago. Yep. Yeah, I, I didn't. I, I didn't have a job in radio, and he's like, "I think this guy might be good at radio." And now with Clay, we're uh, co-hosting the biggest radio show in the country. So thank you very I, much for being a believer. I, I told the audience, I said, "This guy's going to be an absolute star. Watch his career," and I was right. He was right, and this is why I have him on the podcast, by the way, so he can tell you all very nice things, which I appreciate greatly. Um, so Porter, I mean, you're, you're a guy who uh, has made incredible calls over your career in the market, and and that's obviously what folks over at MarketWise do. I wanted to dive in because you wrote something. This is in my inbox uh, from from you about not only what's going on now with Boeing, uh, one of the most you know well known American 
uh, probably the best known American engineering related uh, company, maybe GE's up there. Um, but you saw this coming. Tell me what you saw a year ago and then we can get into what's happening now. I think it's a fascinating situation because Boeing, among other large American corporations, has been one of the folks who has most fervently embraced the whole DEI mythology, if you will. The idea that um, that you can have a better co- corporation, a better business, if you give opportunities that uh, on a pure metocracy would have belonged to someone else, you give those opportunities to someone of color or someone who's a woman or someone who ha- has confused sexuality issues, that somehow the, the, the DEI theory is that that'll make your products better, that'll make your customers happier, that'll make your profits bigger. But what we see as investment analysts time and time again, that firms that embrace this kind of DEI thing or the, the general ESG, they call it, mindset, actually perform poor going forward, in part because their cultures get wrecked. And Buck, I'm sure you can understand this. If you're if you're working with a group of people and suddenly promotions and raises and bonuses start getting doled out because of factors other than performance, it has a really shockingly bad impact on the culture. It leads to all kinds of bad things happening. But the, the most notable thing is that the truly talented people are going to leave and go work for SpaceX, which is what they've done. And the people you get left with are the people who are really good at corporate infighting and corporate politics, but not necessarily good at all at engineering. And as a as a part of all that, I'd like to I'd like to call your attention to um, the woman who is currently uh, the the chief operating officer at Boeing, and um, uh, her her name is Stephanie, and she has a thirty year career as an accountant. Um, so she was the you know the top accountant at Boeing Airplanes. And, and she has a degree from Southwestern Missouri State, Buck. And she has an MBA. Hold on, I got to reference my notes for this because I'd never heard of this school. Um, oh, this intellectual powerhouse, Lindenwood University. So what you've got here is a, is a, is a female with no engineering background. And I, I'll, I'll go public with this. I'll bet $1,000 that Stephanie cannot change the oil in her car but she's the director of operations for Boeing, which is the most important engineering firm in the United States by a mile and one of the most important companies in the world. The whole global transportation infrastructure requires Boeing aircraft <laughs> and they need to be well-made and safe. Well, this, and, this is this is in the headlines, obviously, Porter, because a piece of, just to bring everyone up to speed for this week, a piece of a Boeing 737-9 MAX fuselage tore off and people can see it i mean there's video of this from the plane from the inside tore off mid-flight during an alaska airlines flight and and this is this is this is not this actually is not new they've had they've had consistent problems with their aircraft for uh, at least the last six years including two fatal crashes and they've had an engineering culture that was gutted after the um the merger with mcdonald douglas in 97 but, Buck, I want to get to a really important point about this. Why would you? Why on earth would you have someone with no engineering background whatsoever, with degrees from Southwest Missouri State and Lindenburg, sorry, Lindenwood University? I, I don't think that is the sharpest engineer or tool in the, in, in the drawer. 
So why would Stephanie get one of the most important jobs in engineering? Well, maybe because she is the executive sponsor of Boeing's Women Inspiring Leadership. What's that? Buck, it's a group that's dedicated to increasing gender diversity awareness. And that, by the way, is right off of Boeing's website. So what is going on at Boeing? Is you have a whole bunch of people who are being promoted and giving getting, getting opportunities because of their political orientation or because of the buy-in that they have made into ESG and DEI. But that is not the way to make safe airplanes. We've already seen this happen. There was an Atlas Air flight in 2019 that crashed near Houston where both pilots were, in my opinion, most likely there because of the role they played in meeting diversity targets, not because of their flight awareness or their success in training, and both have failed out of training. So this is a real issue. And it's not just for companies like Disney, which are performing miserably. I mean, at least a theme park can't fall out of the sky. But I'm not so sure you'd want to go ride those roller coasters right now because you're going to have a whole bunch of people who are not qualified in jobs that are very demanding and very technical. And this is not just going to impact Boeing. It's going to impact our whole country. I want to ask you about how the shareholders, you think, of some of the, the companies out there have react, you know, whether we're talking about Budweiser or Disney or, you know, what's going on with Boeing. We'll get to this, though, in, in, in one second. You know, is there a change coming to the U.S. dollar this year? Well, according to former Wall Street insider Tika Tuwari, he very much thinks it could happen as soon as this year. He thinks the biggest risk to Americans is not the war in Ukraine spreading even further out of control or some kind of a conflagration in the Middle East, but the security and stability of the U.S. dollar. And he's so adamant on this point that he's published a video with all the details, including how you might prepare. Go to MoveYourCashNow.com to learn the three steps you need to take to protect and grow your wealth in the coming months and year. That's MoveYourCashNow.com, or you could end up holding a bunch of dollars that are worth a lot less than they are now. Paid for by Palm Beach Research Group. All right, Porter, the, it feels like in the last year or so, I mean, you wrote this piece. I saw the piece, and you know, we revisited it today. Or, you know, I saw you uh, saw it when it came out. You revisited it today about Boeing and, and what's going on there as a corporate culture. But we've had a number of very high-profile instances, whether it's the uh, backlash at Budweiser, a lot of pressure on Disney, when does corporate America, you think, start to listen to the voices out there that are shouting, stop doing things that aren't about good business, but you think are about good social justice? Well, I think that there's a lot of reasons for investors to have made that decision already, and I think that's happening. But I think you're going to see something further, which is when planes start crashing, <laughs> when when Disney theme parks fall apart, you know, there's there's worse things that can happen than a failed movie. There's worse things that can happen than, you know, changing the the uh, Snow White uh, film to become, a, you know, a play on diversity. And those things are going to impact our entire economy. Um, it's 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 I think when when this stuff, when this rot gets into health and safety, that's when you're going to see a really big political shift. And, and the shift is already underway when it comes to Boeing, though, Buck. Let me tell you how I found the problem, because you might you might not remember, but I first started writing about this a year ago in January of 2023. And what I said back then was that Boeing stock was going to collapse. And I said that not because I suspected that the planes would start falling out of the sky necessarily, but that I saw that the entire engineering culture had been gutted and it had been replaced, first of all, with accountants from GE. 
And what they know how to do is wreck corporate balance sheets. That's what they did to GE. And that's why I recommended shorting the stock for so many years. They did exactly the same thing. The two people who are running Boeing now, both the CEO and the CFO, are veterans of GE's finance group. And they do the exact same playbook. What did they do? They took Boeing from a company that had net cash on its balance sheet to a company that now has $52 billion in debt. And that's including net debt of over $40 billion. They've got to refinance about $25 billion of that in the next two years. And they're because of the safety issues of their planes, they're also facing the potential downgrade into junk bond status. If that happens, their interest expenses are going to soar, and there's a real risk that the company could go bankrupt. Nobody sees that. But that's what we were talking about a year ago. And we updated that short call um, in December on the 22nd, about, about three weeks ago. So I just want you to realize that my work on Boeing is not about this latest news thing. It's about the fact that for the last five or six years, they've been building shoddy aircraft and their balance sheet has been destroyed by their leadership. And that's why I started focusing on it, because the bad choices I could see looking at the finances of the company have also flowed through now to the engineering of the company. It's a very serious matter, not just for Boeing shareholders, but also for the bond markets and for our country's transportation networks. What do you think the future then holds for not just Boeing, but the U.S. aerospace industry in general, if this has happened? I mean, I know, for example, you're talking about the people that make the planes. Well, I know a bit about people who go into the planes. Um, I have friends and, and colleagues who, you know, got a lot of people, former military, they become the airline pilots or the ones flying these things. And they say the DEI wokeness problem. I mean, look, United is bragging about how they have changed uh, you know, the incoming class of pilots to be more diverse. But I also know that the training programs that pilots are going through so they can meet the standards necessary for training are being lowered. That is happening. So the people that are Absolutely. moving the plane, you're telling me that the people making the planes are losing a step or or 10 and the people piloting the planes right now are also not the same caliber than what people have been used to for a long time. Yeah, that's a very serious matter. And if again, if you look at uh, the kind of people that United has been using to fill their new pilot academy, right, they have intentionally partnered with some of the lowest performing schools in the country in terms of SAT scores and academic achievement because they're the right color. That, that's just racism. And, you know, when you combine racism and Marxism, you're not going to uh, improve the Marxist track record. Well, also, you know, we can finally, I think, have a discussion about merit and standards and hiring uh, in a more direct way than in a long time, Porter, because the Supreme Court came out and said, OK, you guys at Harvard, which is a whole other conversation, what's going on there? Uh, but you guys at Harvard have been just straight up discriminating against Asian kids. That was what got this whole thing started. That's yeah. unconstitutional. That's illegal. You can't actually do that. And you can't continue this system of pretending you're not discriminating by race when you are. Well, that's in college admissions, but it's starting now to filter, I think, through the broader, uh, broader American um, political and, and economic landscape, uh, which is a good thing. But I think we're just but in the early, sta early stages of this. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but no, I just fine. want you to say, hasn't this been the kind of thing that for many years people smiled and grinned at and said, yes, you know, yes, yes, we're all in favor of equal opportunity. And we are. Right. But no one took it. No one took the idea seriously that you would get a guy who, who couldn't even um, legitimately gain admission to a competitive university. 
and tell him with a couple of months of pilot training, he's now going to be captaining, you know, a a United aircraft with 200 people on board. Like there is, there is such an absolute utter lack of judgment. There is such a disparity between the theory of DEI or ESG and the reality of engineering and flight. And those two things are on a conclusion, conclusion course. But let me just give you a couple of data points to make this a little bit more objective. If you were in charge of Boeing and you knew that your, your cumulative net income over the past three years is minus $20 billion and that your 12-month interest expense currently is $2.5 billion a year and you knew that your credit rating was one notch above junk status at Fitch and S&P, is the last thing that you would do is to let a door fly off of your plane in mid-flight. My, my point about all this is the people running the company have such poor judgment, they can't even run the company. And by the way, Boeing's one of only two major aircraft manufacturers in the world, and it is a dominant defense contractor. There's plenty of margin to be made in all those defense contracts. So how did these guys lose $20 billion in the last three years alone? And how did they run their balance sheet just in the last five years from uh, you know net cash positive to $42 billion roughly in net debt? This is, I mean, you, it's almost as if somebody was deliberately trying to destroy this company because you can't make decisions this bad if you weren't trying to. Port, I want to ask you um, about a different kind of landing, the overall landing that people are saying might be soft or not for the economy in 2024, which is going to affect the political landscape. I just wanted to get your broad thoughts on that in, in a moment. But first up, you know, a lot of us are trying to get our finances in order, and there's some great news for homeowners. Interest rates have dropped and are now in the fives, a lot lower than they were last year. So if you've been buried in high interest credit card debt, now's the time to break free. American financing can help you access the cash in your home to pay off your high interest debt. Last year, their salary-based mortgage consultants helped customers save an average of $854 a month. That's like giving yourself a $10,000 raise. That's quite a way to start the new year. You know, I relied on American financing for my home mortgage. I bought it last year. So I know that they're the best at customer service, and you can trust them to come through for you. Call American financing today, 866-890-9392. That's 866-890-9392. Or go to AmericanFinancing.net. That's AmericanFinancing.net, NMLS 182334, NMLS Porter, what are you seeing? I mean, I just want to give you the floor for, for a couple of minutes here. What are you seeing for next year? Because it feels like the Fed's telling us, you know, Jerome Powell, everybody, we win, rates coming down, inflation beaten, markets fine, nothing to see here, no problem. What are you seeing? I think that inflation is going to be intractable and very difficult to, to beat uh, because of the size of the fiscal deficits in the United States. If the federal government was able to snap its fingers and double double the amount of income tax it collects, it'd still be running a deficit. And it, you've got deficits at that size. I just don't believe they can be financed through legitimate means, which means you're going to have eventually more um, interest rate manipulation, more bond market manipulation, and more money printing. It's just a matter of time. And all they've done so far really is just change the name of what they're calling the money printing. You know, they used to call it, um, what do they call it? Uh, uh, qu- qu- quantitative qu- easing, yes. Quantitative easing, yeah, sorry. Uh, there's so much um, jargon now, I can't keep up with it all. 
but the new the new way that they're doing it is they've just been printing money and handing to banks that have underwater bond uh, portfolios. So there's something right now on the order of $700 billion plus worth of losses in the banks on their bond portfolios. And rather than accept any of those losses and have a run on the banking system, the Federal Reserve is just printing up money and, and then giving it to those banks as collateral at par so that they don't have to suffer the, the losses that they have actually so, taken. So the banks are effectively hiding losses because they got on the wrong side. So what we saw with um, Silicon Valley Bank, for example, people say, hold on a second, is this a problem elsewhere? You're telling me, yeah, Porter, it, you, you think it absolutely is a problem elsewhere. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you look at Bank of America, just as one example, Bank of America is the largest depository institution in the United States. Uh, its entire tangible equity capital will be wiped out if it had to if it had to write to market where its bond portfolio is. And the reason why is because it made enormous investments in bonds during the COVID bubble when interest rates were very, very low. And then, of course, the Fed had to raise rates to stop the resulting inflation from all the money printing that they did. So, you know, the, the whole banking system is, is just inside out. And there is no way that the, the Fed is going to be able to, to um, by the way, the Fed doesn't even want to actually stop inflation. The Fed wants inflation to be three to four percent a year so that they can print, print their way out of all these government obligations that they can't meet and so that they can keep the banking system liquid. And so I think that all the talk you're hearing about um the possibility of deflation or the possibility of a, a recession in terms of nominal GDP is malarkey. You're, you're not going to see any kind of actual recession because they're going to print so much money and there is so much deficit spending that in nominal terms, the GDP growth is going to be probably between four and 6% over the next three or four years at least. And how will they do that? Well, they just do it with government spending and they print the money to do it. So that's going to have a really big impact on people's wages, and you've already seen that happening. It's it's a that's a giant problem. And what's your take, Porter? I mean, you've been watching this stuff for a long time. So CPI, they measure inflation, and they tell us that you know it's not bad if you take what food and energy out of it, right? Like, so if you if you need to eat or heat your home or put gas in your car or whatever, I mean, it's the middle of winter in a lot of places. Other than that, they say inflation's not that bad. Yeah, well, you know, I like to use real world things for. for, for um, pricing. And if you go and look, for example, at um, how, many, uh, how many minimum wage hours you have to work to purchase, say, a Ford F-150, which is the most popular uh, you know, vehicle in the United States and has been for most of my lifetime. You know, the, the, the hours worked has, has doubled or tripled. And the price of the S-150 that you can buy at the dealer, I, I, would, I would guess it's up 50% in the last 10 years at least. So, you know, we can argue about CPI we want, but it has nothing to do with the impact of these policies on real people's wages. And Buck, the saddest part for me is the people who are suffering the most from these kinds of policies and from DEI and from ESG and all this stuff, the defund the police, all this stuff, the people who suffer the most are the people who keep voting for it. <laughs> it's it's not hard for people like me and you to protect ourselves from inflation. We go buy a property, we go buy gold, which you can now buy at Costco, which I think is great. You know, we go buy Bitcoin, um, we go invest in high quality stocks, which we have the training to do, and inflation just keeps us floating along. But for the people that we employ to, you know, to take care of our houses and our, our kids and to teach school and to do the plumbing and the electrical work, all the people who actually work in this economy they, they're getting destroyed. Their their real wages keep going down 
at, at three to 4% a year. And that doesn't take long before you can't afford any kind of standard of living. And so when societies do that, what happens? You see a huge uptick in gambling. You see that in America? The enormous rise of online gambling is startling. You see a big increase in prostitution because people can't make a living in, in, a, in, a, you know, in, a, in a reputable way. So they go into that. Look at, look at the, um, what's it called? The OnlyFans site where you have every college girl in America take on off her clothes to make some Bitcoin. Um, and the other things that you see, of course, are just a general breakdown of law and order. You can't even go in a drugstore anymore and buy deodorant. It's all locked up. When or, or if ever are Americans going to say enough of this? We need to have sound money and, and have a return to a real legitimate uh, free market system. You know, I don't know the answer to that question, but it isn't going to be anytime soon. Not unless people are willing to default on government debt. I got to tell you, it's uh, it's classic because you're talking about the cost of energy and and people being able to afford their bills. Um, all the lights in the room where I'm recording right now just went off. <laughs> the TV screen went off behind. So I'm not I'm not saying it's like word from the Almighty or something, but I mean something did just happen here where you know it is tough to keep the lights on. As you can see, it is tough to keep the lights on. Something else I want to tell everybody about. You know, if if you feel like you need a form of financial protection and diversification, gold has been used for, well, centuries to protect people against inflation. Gold is a global reserve asset. Countries are buying massive amounts of gold as a hedge against financial collapse. Time to help protect yes, yourself are. and invest in gold. Yeah, big, big uh, sovereign uh, sovereign nation purchases of gold, right? My friends at the Oxford Gold Group will help you understand why you need gold in your 401k or why you should have gold on hand. It's simple. It's easy. The Oxford Gold Group is there to help. Go to OxfordGoldGroup.com slash free and order the investment guide or make a purchase of precious metals and earn up to $2,500 in free gold. Oxford Gold Group slash free. That's Oxford Gold Group slash free. Um, so, Porter, actually, can, uh, I, I want to know where can people go to follow your research more closely? Again, I'm launching a uh, newsletter with MarketWise this year, but you've already got so many great verticals. But if they want to see what Porter's thinking. Where do they go? Well, that's a great that's a great question. And I asked my marketing team where we should send people for information on this stuff. And they said the best link to use is portersprediction.com. And that's of course my my name, Porter, P-O-R-T-E-R, Porters with an S, prediction.com. And hopefully all the listeners can spell prediction, but it's P-R-E-D-I-C-T-I-O-N dot com. Portersprediction.com. Thanks for letting me get that shout out. Absolutely. We certainly love to have your listeners uh, come come see what we're doing in our in our financial newsletter. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm excited to launch it uh, in the new year as well. Thank you so much, Porter. We'll talk to you again soon. Okay, Buck. Thanks for having me. Who is there for heroes of the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who helps our country's homeless veterans? And who helps our nation to never forget 9-11? Let me tell you who the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The Foundation's Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran programs comprise their in-the-line-of-duty programs. They're all dedicated to honoring our nation's heroes and their families. The Foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America. Over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year. Dozens of golf outings. And the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute is educating kids kindergarten through 12th grade to help our nation keep its vow to never forget. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. Never forget the sacrifices of our country's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org.
That's T, the number two, T.org. Acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. 